Welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I'm Jillian Aurora. And I'm Marie Wallace. And we are your hosts today. Welcome to Braveheart Conversations. Uh, every Thursday morning, we love joining you here. Um, yeah, I'm Jillian Aurora. This is my co-host, Marie Wallace. Hi, guys. <laughs> and we are just super, super blessed to be here with you this morning. Um, <clears throat> thank you for joining us wherever you have found us. If you're catching the replay, we are on Spot, uh, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, uh, Facebook, uh, all the groups, things. all the things. So <laughs> you can find us in our group, Braveheart Conversations, and find all of our past episodes there if you'd like. And with that, let's get started. I um, am kind of excited, kind of not excited to talk about this topic. I just figured this was really relevant because this was something that I've been really experiencing. And so I figure, you know, all of us, uh, any of us that dare to do great things mm-hmm. will experience the imposter syndrome. And that's kind of where I've been at the last couple of weeks. It's been kind of a difficult year for many of us. And uh, especially those of us who have really stuck our necks out there and done some brave and courageous things that can feel really treacherous. So um, I'm going to talk about that today and talk about some ways that um, we can help help ourselves through that and, um, and realize the illusion because that's really what it is. It's not, it's not real. Um, I can have moments where... I am so, um, so sure of myself, so confident that what I'm doing is, uh, relevant and it is meaningful and, um, I'm creating this huge impact. And then there are moments where I feel like I'm an absolute failure. What am I doing? Who do I think I am? All the things. And, um, it's, it's very human. Very Um, human. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Again, like, I think this is a good way to gauge what, um, what bravery (laughs) you have, um, you have decided to employ, what courage, uh, what courageous activity have you, uh, decided to tackle? Because that's when these voices show up. They don't show up when you're doing something safe. (laughs) They don't show up when, um, you're playing small. They just don't. They show up when you're doing something big. Um, they show up when you're doing something out of the ordinary. So, um, in a way, like this is a trick for me is to celebrate those moments when I'm having those like, oh my God, I'm such a failure. What am I doing? Moments. I get to celebrate that because I'm having those moments, it means that I'm doing something tough. You were going to say something. I can feel No, no. (laughs) You hit all the buttons. It's like, yeah. Whenever I go to take on something big it's that like and it's always like just before the moment like my first conference I just remember Mm -hmm. it just so much pressure and then like the day before it's like I don't know who I think I am I don't even know I'm gonna pull it off and and then yeah (laughs) but I love that you say you celebrate that because that's that does mean you're doing something huge and out of the ordinary and not your everyday run-of-the-mill yeah routine so, yeah, so I want to talk about some of the ways that I um, have found help me through this, and then some of the ways that I probably 
uh, could benefit from and don't always do. Um, so maybe some of things to avoid too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for me, I, I like that idea of flipping it and celebrating when I have those moments because it means it's something big. You know, another thing that has really helped me is, um, Okay, so the work that I do is around uh, women's empowerment and uh, specifically like codependency and domestic violence. And that, that sort of thing is my, that's my gig. Um, and there's some very specific uh, barriers that come up for me uh, that are interesting around business because I really want to make everything accessible, but I also very much have learned the lesson about cheapening myself. And so there's like this, this constant tension in my head, like how do I make this accessible and how do I still, um, make this something that's a living for myself and, um, and value my time. So like the, it's a constant thing in my mind. And so when I have those really difficult moments, what I will do is I will pull up a saved folder that I have where I have screenshotted all of the times that I've been sent messages or comments or something where someone has said that Mimi posted totally changed my day. Or um, because I'm aware of boundaries, um, I avoided this relationship that was clearly heading towards abuse or, you know, those big profound moments, I will screenshot them and they really do make a difference when I'm flipping through that and I'm having a moment and I'm like, maybe I should just give it all up and go back to a nine to five. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Um, you know, when I have those moments, I will pull out that folder and I will remind myself that no, um, all of those little things that you are seeing as insignificant right now were really significant and they made a huge difference in someone's life. Um, and that's, that's the biggest thank you for me. That's the biggest, um, payoff. It's looking for the evidence because what happens in imposter syndrome is we're, we're, we're looking at the evidence, what we think is evidence that we're not doing, making an impact. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're, counting all the way see I did this and I didn't do this and and if I was really the you know a good coach then I would have done this instead which is what I love about your folder because it's evidence that we are making a difference and it's evidence that no matter how big or how small we are making an impact and that impact also ripples mm -hmm. and so yeah it's looking for evidence so when you find yourself in that situation what's the evidence that you are making an impact instead of looking at all the ways that you're not mm -hmm. yeah and really what it goes back to for me is what am I doing this for am I doing this for a specific mm. outcome or payoff or am I doing this simply because I trust that my intuitive guidance is right no matter what? Like, I can lose everything. Mm. And that's okay. Like, mm. I, I'm going to rest in trusting that my intuitive guidance is correct. And I think about the people like, you know, we were just talking about Brene Brown and how um, in, in one of her books she talks about how... Um, a bunch of her books went to the shredder. <laughs> like she was, um, a failure mm. at the time. And 
Man, that her sharing that vulnerably has helped me tremendously because there are moments when I feel like all my books are going to the shredder and nobody sees me and nobody cares. And it's, you know, I've done, I've produced this work of love and, um, and it's no big deal. Like nobody cares. So I love that I can look at Brene Brown, who I feel has made such a huge impact in this world. And just in my life alone, like her work profoundly changed me. And, um, to know that she experienced that really helps me in those moments. Um, and you know, maybe, maybe me sharing this will do that for some other person out there too, that, oh, she experiences that too, just like I do. Like we all have it. Dr. Seuss, his, his work ended up in a trash can. He'd brought it to several people to publish and they're like, we don't get this. We don't (laughs) understand it because it's at a different level. And, you know, and now we, in, in this generation, love, love, love Dr. Seuss. But even he went through all of those kinds of things. So just think about people that you admire. You know that they have these moments as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's it's helpful to know. And even some, some people make it their entire life without recognition, and then their work becomes famous. Yeah, they've died. And <laughs> like, like musicians and artists. Oh, yeah. and I mean, there's a lot of people who are so admired today and they never knew it in their lifetime and um in a way that's tragic and in a way that's beautiful because it means like they stayed true to themselves even if they weren't getting from their heart yeah, yeah and they weren't getting validation for it in their entire life but they still did it anyway and there's something so powerful and beautiful in that um that drive to just do this thing regardless of the outcome regardless yeah because I mean really their work could have just burned and been forgotten and um and that's and no one picked it up out of the trash can right (laughs) or the shredder (laughs) yeah um so anyway like those are those are some of the things that help me um you know another piece that helps me is um protecting my space because there are a lot of people that um are very want to have a say (laughs) yeah and and they will feed that doubt um instead of saying no you got this and you uh I don't know how it's gonna turn out but you clearly have a calling and you need to stick with that and believe in that there are lots of people who will say yeah you need to get your head out of the clouds you need to put your feet back in reality get a job job." (laughs) yeah there are lots of people who will do that and so protecting your space and not allowing um the voices that are already toxic and already dangerous in your own head, um, allowing those to be fed by other people can really be destructive and, and just can take you down. So, uh, protecting your space and having those boundaries. And then this is where I fall down. Um, especially after COVID and this yeah. year, it's been incredibly isolating for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And so what I haven't done as much as I really could is surrounding myself by people who do believe in me and mm-hmm. encourage me. Um, I think that that's really been missing and that has taken a toll. And I really feel like that's a big part of why I have experienced so much more of the imposter syndrome recently is just because, um, 
I don't have that connection. We don't have our cheerleaders in the corner. Mm-hmm. So, like, and that's that's an intentional choice. Mm-hmm. You know, we get to um, we get to look for those people and intentionally include them in our space. So I mean, I get my my weekly dose of Marie. me too. I get <laughs> I get Jillian. So, <laughs> but um, but man, it's a lot more isolating than it used to be. I know those of us that work at home, mm-hmm. um, we're. Uh, constantly alone we get we've got the computer screen <laughs> um and it's okay but it doesn't it's hard to <laughs> sometimes to get that energy back yeah yeah so what are some of the ways that you've dealt with the imposter syndrome well it's interesting you said that because um this one thing I do is called the pause and it's kind of capturing that thought and going is this really true I mean or am I just because sometimes it's just blowing it out of proportion or is this just a momentary feeling that I'm having so sometimes just pausing and 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 doing a small evaluation that says "Mm, probably not true and and I love your folder idea I do have some cards and letters that I keep from many years past and um I, I've been very blessed to have those supporters, and and every once in a while, and sometimes when I'm really down, I'll get the just the right text or just the right email or just the right comment, and so I just have to really go back and look at that evidence. But pausing really helps me a lot. Just going, that is not true. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to feel the feeling. Yeah. And it's icky, and it's. It doesn't feel good at all, but then you just kind of let it pass through you. You don't want to stuff it. Yeah, and sometimes it is telling you some something that needs to be tweaked or changed, mm-hmm. um, and and that's part a of pivot it. time. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's part of the growth process. Um, I think what can be destructive and dangerous is when we are considering giving it up entirely. You know, um, there's a big difference. I've been close between, to that a few times. Yeah, me too. I've had those moments like fuck it all. <laughs> But, you know, there's a big difference between that and saying, you know, I'm going to change this product a little bit or, you know, this obviously isn't pinging for people. Uh, I'm going to shift here or shift there. Um, And that can be really productive. Mm -hmm. Again, I feel like that really goes back to having a a solid circle um, of wisdom around you and people that can can give you. People that will be honest, give you good feedback. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had that conversation yesterday. I said, I know that you'll really be honest with me. Should I still keep doing this? And so we're like, yeah, you just haven't hit the right thing on it yet. So, yeah. And so much of that, I think, is the case. Like, it, it is, um, yes, there's uh, there's elements of strategy, and there's also elements of patience and tenacity. <laughs> and sometimes it's hard to know what is what, you know, do I need to really shift here or do I just need to be patient? Mm -hmm. Um, and that is where, you know, having, having some wisdom around you, um, and other people is I think so key Mm -hmm. and having the, the cheerleader. Um, I know that that, I, I need that more than I like to admit it. I, we all need that more than we'd like to admit. I'd like to think that I can just, be everything I need as far as mindset and um, staying positive and um, that the reality is that my head can get dark and um, And we're human 
we feel all the feelings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we feel the criticism, too. Mm-hmm. You know, if you step out bravely, you're going to experience some haters. And you're going to experience some people who don't think that your work is valid or relevant or whatever. Uh, they're going to disagree. And that's okay. It's perfectly fine. There's going to be disagreement and dissension no matter, you know, if you if you have anything of value to say, it's going to be met with some differences of opinion and, and criticism. It just is what it is. I have an author friend who um, writes amazing stories and, you know, has it has a really strong presence on Facebook and or even on Amazon, you know, the seller's feedback or whatever, or the author's feedback. And we will focus on the one negative comment, right? She has hundreds of reviews that are amazing and that really talk about this, but we will focus on the one criticism. Now, if we're any kind of reflective person, we, we will probably look at that and use it as a, a learning point or a pivot point, but to dwell on it, which, which is sometimes what we end up doing versus... Here's hundreds, hundreds of comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're focusing on the one that's mm-hmm. really, because it stung us in some space. And yeah. Well, you know, this is. Since we're talking about Brene Brown, you know, she has some really relevant feedback, too. And I love that idea of the man in the arena. Mm-hmm. And if you're not also in the arena <laughs> getting your ass kicked, I'm not interested in your feedback. Exactly. And um, that's so powerful. I don't have to accept everybody's feedback. Sometimes it is constructive feedback, and sometimes it's really not. Um and I'm just completely unavailable for uh, attacks, mindless attacks, you know, accusations or name calling. It's just not productive. Um, I'm just not available for it. If you want to give me some sort of constructive, uh, you know, solution or change mm-hmm. that that could be considered, great. Um, but I need to see that you're also in the arena doing something because um, very often we're taking advice from people whose <laughs> lives we wouldn't, we would not want to duplicate. It's so interesting that you say that because I have someone that I'm working with who um, is listening, who wants a successful relationship, but the advice she's listening to are people that have broken relationships or no relationships. Mm. Go find a role model of someone that you feel has the relationship you want yes. versus yes. listening to all these people that, that want to have an opinion in your life because you allowed it. That's a boundary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You don't have to listen to everyone's opinions. No. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so, so key. Um, yeah, so I mean the the man in the arena. If if you're not if you're not in there also, then I'm not interested in hearing no. what you have to say. Um, another thing that I remember uh, Brene Brene Brown saying is that her um, her comments she doesn't see all of the comments on her things. Yeah, it's wise not to. <laughs> and, and some of us don't have that luxury. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't always have somebody screening all of our our comments and things. But um, it's something to consider for sure because people can be harsh, mm-hmm. and um, and I do know uh, online and in the physical space that if I open myself up to a situation 
where I'm getting a lot of negative feedback, that can rent a lot of space in my head. Um, I can really ruminate on those things for a great amount of time and it's costly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've really learned to tighten up my circles and not allow people who are super critical to have any of my time mm-hmm. really I, I don't want to give them my time because it, it ends up costing me more than just the time I'm with them exactly. um then I'm like battling and having this resistance in my head far after uh, maybe days after where I'm still you know defending myself in my head and justifying and it's just um not productive at all so that's to me that gives me a um, an indicator where I get to set better boundaries. So anytime I'm experiencing anger or resentment or frustration or uh, rumination, any of these things, like it's an indicator to me that I get to tighten up my boundaries and my standards. Um, I get to tighten up access to me. Mm-hmm. That's the best advice. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Anytime you're feeling that, it's it's always a boundary yeah. that you've either let go or not paid attention to or... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, unfortunately, I still get plenty of these uh, opportunities to learn (laughs) and grow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, this may be, I guess this is relevant. I'll share a little bit. So, um, as you know, last week, I had an Airbnb guest um, that was just completely disregarded my house rules. And um, it ended up being really messy. I ended up leaving my house Thanksgiving Day and then the days following. Um, I, I didn't want to be in my own home because it felt unsafe. So um, anyway, after like three days of battling with Airbnb, I finally was able to get him removed. I had to have the sheriff's department here. Like it was a whole big thing. And... Um, The lesson in that for me, there were a lot, but one of them was, um, who am I allowing access to my space? You know, I'm, I'm literally relying on Airbnb to protect my space and to send me people who are in alignment with my values. And obviously they didn't do a good job of that, but I gave them the power to do that. And, um, I'm no longer an Airbnb host, (laughs) but, um, you know, we do get to take responsibility for the people that we have in our space. And for me, I opened up my home and it was very costly because, um, I felt unsafe, you know, it totally derailed me, totally, um, took up my headspace. So I wasn't able to focus on my calling or work and it was such a good reflection, like, This is why boundaries are so key um, because it literally impacts my ability to follow through on my purpose on this planet. So um, I do believe boundaries are a huge part of um, keeping that imposter syndrome at bay. Uh, We already have enough to deal with in our own heads. Um, So (laughs) to have to deal with everybody else's um, doubts and beliefs and opinions about us is, is so much more. Well, and that's the other, um, piece that I wanted to bring up too, is a lot of the people who want to have a say only have a small perspective. They don't know enough about what you're doing or what's going on. And, and they're trying to weigh in on something where they only have a sliver of the information Mm -hmm. and then they're trying to 
be the know-it-all on it because I've experienced yeah. that too. Just like you have no idea, mm-hmm. no idea mm-hmm. what another person is going through or, or um, what they have or haven't done. I mean, and that's the whole arena thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they're not in the arena with you. <laughs> like, um, you know, when we've had similar experiences, let's say like. Uh, running a business you and I can both Mm -hmm. you know but if I've never run a business and I'm trying to give you advice about you know how to navigate through yours and how simple it is you know it's very devalidating because I don't have a clue (laughs) or I'm a fireman and you're a coach and I'm trying to you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) whatever it's so funny yeah yeah Well, usually what happens is people are busy minding your business when they should be minding their own. <laughs> and we all have that. We all have that, right? Like, keep your own side of the street clean. That's, that's your only job. True. Um, and I get to have that boundary with others when they're trying to get into my my stuff, my business. And I also get to be mindful of when I'm doing that to someone else. And Like, this is really just none of my business. Um, I need to bow out. So... Oh my goodness, I Kitty's <laughs> trying to break in here. That's because um, it's exciting in here, right? <laughs> he thinks so. Um, <laughs> there's kitty paws under the door. <laughs> the door's rattling and there's there's paws. <laughs> um, I love my little Thanks for showing up, Sierra. Yeah, thank you. She says, you do this on a daily basis. You are amazing. Thank you. I really appreciate that validation. And I need it more than you know. Screenshot. Um, yep, yep, exactly. Um, I, I do rely on those little little moments that I'm like, okay, yes, somebody's getting, getting something from this. Because, yeah, I mean, I know for me, I, I pour a lot of heart and soul and energy into my writing and creating and, mm-hmm. um, and all of us do that mm-hmm. are tapped into our creative genius. And, um, it's, uh, it's not always an easy road for sure. Um, so thank you all for being here with us. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, um, for showing up and having this discussion because I know, uh, you're experiencing this too. I know cause you're human. So, um, it, and thanks for the support because yeah. you're here oftentimes with us and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So if you care to pop a comment in and tell us how you've also been experiencing the imposter syndrome and, uh, what's worked for you and what you could improve on. Yeah, we can use some tools. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's start a brainstorm here. Um, if you uh, have some questions or comments about this, feel free to message us. If you would like to talk about some other topic, you're welcome to um, put in a, a request as well. Uh, you can contact me directly at defytheaverage at gmail.com or Marie. Marie at mariesgold.com. We love it. Or if you want to challenge us, that'd be awesome too. Yep. Anything you have. Disagreement is welcome. (laughs) Um, With that, we'll go ahead and close up. I hope you have a fantastic week and uh, you you know all the places to find us. Please check out our group Braveheart Conversations and you can find our podcast, um, uh, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, uh, everywhere you can think of. So I hope you have a great week and we will see you next Thursday. Bye guys. Bye-bye everyone.